What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, hello, everyone. I am Matt Williamson, and the final whistle just blew in Indianapolis, and I am here to talk it over briefly with you. I don't know <laughs> what insight I can lend that if you watch this game, you can't figure out on your own. 30 unanswered points. I mean, the game started well. You came out and did things well. You blocked a punt. You know, you had some control of this game early on and then just got manhandled. I mean, manhandled. This is a bad football team, folks. And I don't know that they'll win another game this year. I tend to think they won't. I I could see a six-game losing streak to finish the season, which is unbelievable, and a 7-10 and record. I'm getting to the point where I think I will probably predict that, but I'm a little emotional at the moment watching that. I mean, it's embarrassing is the word I would use. I mean, embarrassing. The penalties, getting manhandled at the point of attack. Yes, you got hit hard by safety and you already killed with linebacker injuries. I mean, first off, Alandon Roberts was really the only NFL player at those two positions that the Steelers had for the majority of this game. And on first blush, he looked slow and got abused, too. I mean, he's coming back to earth. Stopping the run, though. I I mean, my Lord. I mean, 13 straight running plays, just rubbing your face in it. I mean, this is worse than when the Steelers would control games with Jerome Bettis. I mean, 13 straight. Don't even hide it. I mean, unbelievable. And I mentioned injuries We talked about this going into the game. First off, I thought this was a good matchup for the Steelers. The way that Indy played, I thought what played right into the Steelers' hands. And we saw a little of that early, but man, I was wrong. Indy's just way better because the Steelers are that bad. They they really are. Both sides of the ball is horrific. And Coach Tomlin at the half is saying things like, you know, with with the microphone in his face, you know, well, you know, we're just not running enough plays on offense at the half and we're you know, defense is out there too much. Well, time of possession was basically equal at the half. And and I want to bring up some of those halftime stats. <laughs> that's not, that's an excuse. I mean, come on, man. Uh, that's horrendous. And oh, by the way, the two guys that touched the ball all the time for the Colts barely played in this game. Pittman was tearing them a new one. And then KZ, frankly, I thought that was a clean hit, side note, but it always is going to get flagged. You know, knocks them out of the game. They didn't need Pittman at all. They got guys out there I'd never heard of. Their running backs carrying the ball I've hardly ever heard of. Moss is the backup. So you have third string running backs and fourth string running backs, as well as wide receivers that offer, have no pedigree whatsoever, a group of tight ends that are no one's ever heard of. The Steelers have skill position players. You know, they kept saying it on the broadcast. Najee, Warren, Fryermuth, Deontay, Pickens, blah, blah, blah. Great. I mean, <laughs> couldn't pass protect. Quarterback play was horrendous. 
the punting, I don't know how Harvin still has a job, to be very honest with you. So we'll get to some things. Um, here are the halftime stats and kind of my feelings at the part, you know, even at the end of the half, they have Trubisky throwing late. Like, this is going to end bad. You know, like this guy always throws the inopportune pick. And of course he did. And then they throw Rudolph in at the end of the game, which I don't know what that accomplished, to be honest with you. Um, did Porter even follow Pittman to start the game? I, I thought for sure that was a slam dunk. It was going to happen, but I don't think it did. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. I, I mean, there's some of my notes here early on. I mean, you had a great punt block. I mean, that's, that's, that should be set you up for, you know, a really good beginning of the day. And they couldn't do anything with it after that. I mean, I saw more heavier personnel from the Colts than I expected, more than more than usual from them, a lot more 12, keeping the Steelers in base, keeping two terrible linebackers on the field. Um, the first pick, I actually didn't blame him for. I mean, he took a shot downfield, and Pickens maybe could have broke that up, or more often than not, he comes down with it. At least they're being aggressive one-on-one, -on -one, take a shot. That's a great play by the, the defender to me. I'm not going to kill Trubisky for that, nor is Trubisky the biggest reason they lost this game. Um, I mean, there's a turn of events there where Pittman gets blasted, KZ gets ejected. The next play, Minka goes out with the knee. Immediately, quickly, all of them are ruled out or kicked out. I mean, what's what's going to be up, you know, coming forward, going forward with that? Um, tackling was horrendous in space. Uh, we've got a defense that looks so slow. And even at the half, you had missed an extra point. Boz never does that, but well. Indy had 6.1 yards per play at the half compared to just 3.9 for the Steelers. 215 yards versus 114. Almost 100 more passing yards, 172. They made Minshew look like Peyton Manning, and they were easy throws in the middle of the field. I didn't see hardly any difficult throws. I mean, a couple were nicely layered and, you know, touch and all those things. But he's just throwing to tight ends no one's ever heard of against bad linebackers. I mean, brutal. Rushing yards at the half, 35 to 43. First downs, 12 to 8 in Indy's favor. They only ran six more plays. 1552 to 1408 in time possession, about the same. At this point, the Steelers only turned the ball over once. Colts hadn't, but they missed a field goal, missed a fourth down, and they got a punt blocked. It's basically three turnovers right there. Trubisky was 9 of 14 for 83, touchdown interception. Minshew was 14 for 21 for 185. And without Pittman for much of the half, you know, just killing linebackers and safeties. Pittman ended up with four for 78. Could you imagine if he was in this game? He may have ended up with 200. How many how many rushing yards would Moss have had? Steelers did have three sacks, two by Watt. I don't know why on earth they went empty against Watt. I mean, against that right tackle, with that right tackle against Watt. At this point, the Colts only had one sack. Penalties, four for 66 already. Indy, just two for 10. Both teams were three of seven on third downs. Both were good in the red zone. I mean... And my noted half is you're losing without Pittman, Moss, and you blocked the punt nearly for a touchdown. For a touchdown, that's that was my halftime note. Like you're losing going into the half despite all those things happening already. And then Najee fumbles early on in the second half, and I wrote right there, 
I think that's game. I mean, I really do. Colts get the ball at the 12. Basically game over. Next snap, Mo Alley Cox just toasts Robinson. You know, make Minshew look like Manning, I said. Can't cover bad receivers in the middle of the field. And basically gave up stopping the run quite a while back. I mean, at this point, there was 21 unanswered points. End up being 30. Just awful. I mean, bad punts. I mean, at this point, late in the game, I mean, I don't know. They punt late in the game instead of having Boz kick a long one. It's debatable. It's not a good call, but you end up picking up like 22 yards on another bad Harvin punt. But, the, you know, the, the Colts then start that drive at the 17, and I just write, long drive coming. You can just smell it. And I didn't expect them to run the ball 13 straight times. Just embarrassing at the point of attack. Tense, you know, just rush after rush through huge holes. I'm going to take a quick break. A couple other things I want to talk about, but I got kind of ahead of myself there. Be back in a moment. So this podcast isn't designed for what do you do next? What changes need made? We have plenty of time for that. I want to talk about what we saw. Early on was fine. Early on was good. You can't blame the coaching staff that you got out, coached, didn't have a good game plan, took them lightly, blah, 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 blah. I thought this was a more embarrassing performance than Arizona or New England. Clearly, to be honest with you. I mean, because you just got beat up. I mean, you just got pushed around. You just got bullied, you know, and took it. I mean, we're fine with it, you know, very little resistance whatsoever. And yeah, this is a better team than the Steelers, but their offense didn't have anybody. I mean, they're on a backup quarterback, a third and fourth string running back. The only good pass catcher they had gets knocked out of the game. Bunch of dudes out there making plays you never heard of. I mean, unbelievable. The turnovers, Steelers turn the ball over three times, zero by the Colts. However, they got a punt blocked. That game is two field goals, and each team missed on fourth down. So that was more equal than you think. From what I saw, Cam Hayward was getting whipped by Nelson. I mean, the whole D-line was getting on roller skates for the whole second half, if not longer. But Cam was no less to blame than anyone else. 30 unanswered points, 13 straight runs, penalties, punting was awful. I'm going to pull up some of the final stats here. Minshew ends up 18 to 28 for 215, three touchdowns, sacked them three times. Steelers allowed four sacks, ended the day with 74 rushing yards, and the backs fought. The run game wasn't horrific. It wasn't good, but you gave up 170. 88 to Trey Sermon and 69 to Tyler Goodson. Oy, oy, oy. I mean, brutal. I can't even blame the Steelers receivers for the most part. I mean, protection was bad. Quarterbacking was bad. I'm not saying they were good, but they were probably the least of the problems. Um, some of these team stats that are just hard to imagine. Like, first downs, total plays, 
Things like that aren't just overwhelming, but 5.7 yards per play compared to four for the Steelers. Rushing, 170 to 74. You allowed five yards per carry on the ground. They had like one or two sort of long runs, you know, 30 to 31 yarder. But it was just five, six, seven, time and time again. And yeah, you know, time of possession was bad. It's only 2640 compared to 3320. But it wasn't like that the whole game. I mean, you can't just tell me, oh, the offense couldn't get first downs. The defense got worn out. They'll be fine. This is the oldest defense in the league and one of the most expensive, if not the most expensive. They look old. They look old. They look injured. They look battered. They look like they can't withstand the the rigors of the season, which, hey, that's what happens in this league. But the penalties were two for 10 yards by Indy, eight for 101. You mix that with you know, horrible punting, bad, a lot of special team stuff, good and bad in this game, block kick. I mean, Gabe missed two kicks, which he hasn't been very good this year. I mean, the Colts were only three of six in the red zone. Steelers were two for two. You know, like there were some things that they did okay that you, you can't just blame. I mean, they just got pushed around. I don't even want to say they got out-coached so much. I mean, sure. I mean, yeah, I give the Colts the coaching advantage. Sure. I mean, of course. But it wasn't like, man, they're just doing all this exotic stuff. I mean, they're just running it down your throat and completing easy passes against defensive players that really don't belong in the league. So, there you have it. I mean, I don't know that you've gained a whole lot of knowledge by listening to this podcast, but – you do get my vibes on it, which are horrendous. I'm sure you guys are even more angry, upset, embarrassed because I understand it. I mean, I absolutely do. Um, we'll talk about the future in the future, but that's the past. I don't think the rest of the season will go well at all, to be very honest with you. I mean, this was a game they had to have since he wins this morning. Um, Indy now is in a really good spot. Uh, the playoffs to me are a long, long ways away from things to discuss, to be very honest. All right. So take care. Uh, over and out. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.